Right, I welcome back to the Maximum Cricket Podcast and welcome back Benjamin Stokes to the England World Cup ODI squad. This is episode 65. My name is Bunter and we have Lugsy and Jacko here as always. Today we are talking about England's World Cup squad, New Zealand versus UAE and why South Africa are picking a domestic T20 league over a test series in New Zealand. But fellas, uh, and perhaps... The biggest news in world cricket this week is that Ben Stokes has come out of retirement for one-day internationals and has been included in England's World Cup squad. Stokes has played a total of 10 one-day internationals since he was man of the match in the 2019 World Cup final. Famously retired from the format in July of last year. Jacko Lugsy, first of all, how are you? And before we dive in, are you surprised... Stokes is back. Yeah, no, going well, mate. Uh, yeah, no surprise at all. Um, I think everyone knew he was playing this World Cup. I don't think there's anything that sort of indicated he wasn't going to. Um, he's retired. Uh, just wanted a bit of a break uh, from one day, Gert, because it was was taxing and there wasn't a World Cup last year. So, you know, now there's a World Cup, he feels like he wants to, you know, everyone else is out playing on the street and he's sitting at home going, oh, shit, I, I want to play too. So he's put his kid on, laced his shoes up and, and out he pops into the into the street and he's ready to play with the other kids again. <laughs> yeah, um, well summed up. Uh, firstly, going well, obviously on the back of the big Sugar Sean O'Malley uh, knockout victory yesterday. Still running running pretty high off that, so um, happy days. But yeah, quite I'm, a bit I'm of watching... sugar in support of him as well, from what I saw. <laughs> Yeah, that's just I've been I've been preparing for this um for years for the sugar uh, for the sugar takeover. Oh, Here's the game on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's one of those things, the Stokes. Yeah, that was like not surprising at all that he's came out back for this because it's like it's got to that age now where he's like that's so tempting when he's still hitting it well to be like, do I just get this in? Because this, I'm sure, this will be the last. So it's like, do they want me? They will do I just get this in and I haven't had to really stress the body with one day cricket for a, for a couple of years. So yeah, not too surprised that he's made the call to, to jump back in and try and get one last bit of silverware. Yeah. It's, it's easy to not want to play when the games don't mean anything and it's just bilateral stuff after bilateral stuff. But then when you start to build for something that people are excited for and you're at home and you could contribute, that's when it gets yeah. a little bit tough. Like, um, I'd be surprised like, if this wasn't the plan the whole whole time. Yeah, should have Trent Bolt just done this a while back for us? Like, oh, yeah, I'm actually just retired from these games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm back now. Don't worry about it. Just saved us <laughs> all a bit of, bit of stress and a few conversations. Yeah, it's, a, it's worth a shout. I mean, he effectively did it instead of going, yeah, I'm, I'm just not playing. He's just going, oh, yeah, I won't play for New Zealand anymore. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm retired from one day as that don't mean anything. So, some of the All Blacks only doing a Kapoorapunga when it's a big game. Um, Stokes yeah. only plays ODIs when it's a big game. Um, yeah. Shout out Dylan Blythe. Um, how, good, how, much, is, how good must it be when like you're receiving that hacker and they don't do the big one? You say, ah, it's not a big game. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they don't, they, don't, they don't really rate us, do they? Yeah, well. <laughs> Um, so Stokes' inclusion has come at the expense of 24 Wonder Kid 
a 24-year-old wonder kid, Harry Brook, who had quickly become an all-format player for England. Guys, uh, if Stokes is just going to be playing as a batsman, um, obviously he's got that knee injury, so he's not going to bowl pretty much the whole tournament. So just a batsman. Harry Brook versus Ben Stokes. Who are you taking? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it is a tough one, but I suppose do you take a bloke who's won your World Cup final, won your countless games when the chips have been down? I think, you know, Harry Brook might average 55 at the World Cup but not score a lick in the final, and, and Stokes might not average a lick at the World Cup and score 100 in the final, and I think that's sort of – you want a guy like that in your team. Um, as long as you think you're going to be in the top four – You've got to have Stokes there come games that matter um, when everything's on the line. He, he's that proven performer, and, and he's proven to do that time and time again. So, yeah, it's it's a bit of a gamble, but I think you're, you're picking your big game players. Sort of LeBron regular season versus LeBron in the finals, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dead right. That's that's what this comes down to with the with the uh, Stokes prediction. Is they're saying can you can you give us one or two match winning performances when it matters? Um, I doubt they're, they're, yeah, they're thinking he's going to be, you know, the, the leading run scorer in the ODIs. Um, but they're picking, if we get to a position where it matters, we believe he can do the job and, and so will he. Um, I'm not sure it has to be Stokes versus Brooke. I think there's probably a world you can pick both of them and someone else and misses out. But obviously with Stokes coming back and, and Brooke being the one to go, it, it sort of makes it that 1v1. Um, mm. But I'll be real... Did, Brooks was, Brooks wasn't the in their last ODI series, was he? Uh, fuck. Oh, I, don't have clue. We, I don't have a clue. When, oh, he might have been playing Test, though. Because he, uh, he was in New Zealand. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. that started just after the New Zealand. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point, Lugsy, on, um, I guess, did it have to be Brooks? I will, I will just quickly name the squad and see if anyone sort of jumps out of you. Um, so, obviously, you got Josh Butler, captain, Moan Ali. Uh, Gus Atkinson, who never heard of him, but bowls 95 miles an hour, so must be gun. Johnny Biesto, Sam Curran, Liam Livingston, David Milan, Adil Rashid, Joe Root, Jason Roy, Ben Stokes, Reese Topley, David Willie, Mark Wood, and Chris Wokes. So nine members returning from the 2019 World Cup, so a lot of experience. So it's good it's, side. Yeah, it's a proven, it's sort of like when you talk about Stokes for Brook, for me, it's proven versus potential like mm. Harry Brooks still unknown at this point particularly at the one day level and in India he obviously had a pretty poor yeah. uh, IPL and struggled against spin spin's going to be quite heavily used in this World Cup you would think and he's only played three one day internationals so he's still not quite sure and whereas Stokes I think you know that the, the resume is starting to stack up at this point but I, will, I do want to play devil's advocate a little bit. Uh, well, not me, but Tim Payne. Um, I just want to hear from the other side of the coin. I don't know if he was just trying to um, poke fun or trying to like get a row, but um, here are some of his comments. He basically, he, uh, this is from his radio show, uh, Ben Soaks coming out of one-day retirement. I found oh, yeah. that very interesting. Uh, it was a bit of me, me, me there, isn't it? I'll pick and choose where I want to play and when I want to play, I'll just play big tournaments. Um, the guys who have played for 12 months, sorry, thanks, but you, can you go sit on the bench because I want to play now? 
Um, what are your thoughts on that? And um, when is someone going to tell Tim Payne life's not fair? <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, welcome to 2023, Tim Payne. Welcome to professional sport. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's pretty simple. Art. If you are good enough to do it like that, you will. Like we've seen it with Stokes. We've seen it with Trent Bolt. Like, have you actually got the talent to be like, you know what, when actually these games do matter, I'm one of the best players in the country, uh, I'm going to play, then, like, no shit, you're going to not play these bilateral series and you're going to go do 2020 leagues. Like, look at what Bolt did. He was like, look, I know I'm, like, so needed for this White Ball World Cup. I'm going to go cash in. My life's going to be way better. I'm going to basically be on holiday and be a fast bowler for the rest of my life and play the old, like, tournament cricket. Like, of course you're going to do it. Sorry, Tim, that you weren't in that position. But, yeah, if a bloke is, he's going to do it nine times out of ten and twice on Sunday probably. Yeah, and look, and look, I, um, I, don't, I don't disagree with I, – I don't say you can't feel bad for some of these guys that are playing all year round and then miss out on a World Cup. But they'll know as well as anyone that is just the nature of, of professional sport and more and more in this era especially. Um, yeah. But what I will say is how – does, when you said Tim Tim Payne has a radio show, all I thought is, how niggly is he going to be just for a couple of hours every every Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday or something? Like he's just going to be the niggliest guy on the radio. Yeah. He'll be. We'll be discussing his takes all the time. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think I think he's nailed it. If not everyone can do that, not if if you choose to pick and choose when you want to play, your um runway like your margin for error is a lot smaller but if you're that good then you mm. can get away with it not everyone can do that it's not yeah. like he's called the ecb and gone oh that will cut looks pretty fun like duke and i can cut like butler's probably been in his ear for months like they've probably like been approaching him so obviously that's gonna you know sway you and be like okay like maybe i should give this one more crack like it would be pretty chat to win another one sort of thing so i doubt he's just rocked up at england one day training and gone Right, lads, I think I might play this one. I just don't think that's how it sort of panned out. Oh, sorry, Brooksy, we pout in the bum. I'll come in for you now. Like, definitely a lot more to it and, and a lot of higher-ups probably trying to get in his ear and trying to persuade him, I'd say. If The Rock wants to come back for WrestleMania, he'll come back for WrestleMania and he'll fight Roman for the title. I mean, it's simple stuff. I'm sorry, Cody. You're going to have to wait till WrestleMania <laughs> yeah. 41 before you finish your story. I'm sorry. It's just life. He's a bigger yeah. draw. Deal with it. Um, it's business. <laughs> um, speaking of like, a, I guess the value that someone brings to to a side, um, Lugsy, this is probably as good a time as any to introduce our new segment, inspired by our very own Simon Lugsy Cromedy. Uh, Lugsy, do you care to explain uh, the segment? Would you rather? And was it inspired by Dylan Blythe? <laughs> Well, obviously, as I mean, most people will know if they've had any sort of, I guess, flatting life at all on a on a dusty Sunday. You just come up with with outrageous sort of would you rather's, or sometimes they're known as blithey scenarios um, in our world. Some of them won't be uh, won't be for recording, but just your classic would you there. rather. It's, um, yeah, a great great Facebook page. Um, your classic sort of would you rather like. You know, would you rather sort of Chatham Tatum or Ryan Gosling? These sort of um, these sort of things. Wow. But we thought would take it to more of a, we thought would take it to more of a cricket one. Um, Jacko had some sort of idea of like, 
would you rather see all the times you've dropped catches or or all your worst dismissals? Um, with sort of how, and I took it a bit more seriously and sort of thought, would you rather Ben Stokes or Kane Williamson? Um, so we can take this in a few directions of if you'd rather just for this World Cup um, or what they mean to their team or in a one-off game, sort of go as you please with that. But would you rather sort of Kane Williamson, Ben Stokes? Mm, Jacko, I'll, I'll I'll let you start. All right. Um, yeah, I think. I think for me, the my sway on this is the direct result of the 2019 World Cup. I think if we'd won it, I'd like I'd England would rather have Stokes back than us have Kane, but because we lost it, we've like, still got the monkey on the back. Like we still want to go to India and win it, and Kane is so pivotal to sort of not only us as a as a one day side as a batter, but I think it, like as a leader as well. So yeah, I think. On the serious note, you've just got, you've got to be um, sort of all in on us wanting Kane, I think, because we haven't won one in a while. Um, but yeah, I mean Stokes all rounder, good tats, wax it, bowls quick. So yeah, I mean I'd point. rather be Stokes, but um, <laughs> I think as a country, I'd, we'd rather have Kane. Vibes, but vibes is definitely Stokes. <laughs> but I think I think the World Cup 2019 sums it up to perfection because you've got. Williamson, player of the whole World Cup, you know, was just unbelievable the whole World Cup. And then you got Ben Stokes, player of the final and the winner. Yeah. So I think if it comes down to like a one-off game, I'm going to take Stokes because he yeah. can just pull something out of his ass. If the question is who's going to make more runs at the World Cup, uh, I'm probably taking Williamson. So I don't yeah. think this is an easy sort of easy sort of question. And I think the lastly – the last thing I thought about was who brings more value to their side. And I think because England have mm. so much depth, like they're leaving out Harry Brook, who's, you know, he walks into that New Zealand side like any day of the week. Uh, he could retire for a year and come back in at the age of 23 and play. Whereas if Williams doesn't play, it's probably like a Will Young, who's a very good player, but there's levels to that. So I, I would say yeah. Williamson is more valuable to New Zealand than Stokes is to England's one-day setup. Yeah, it, it, I agree 100%. And, and probably just to circle back on what I'd rather be Ben Stokes or Kane, I'm probably just going to need some footage from Kane's most recent birthday because uh, Ben Fierce looked like a doozy. So, you know, I wonder if Kane yeah, is I would, I would say um, Kane's an underrated sort of stealth. So I reckon he could go pretty hard on the booze. Um, mm. I can actually see him, see him smashing down a few health sticks and a couple of beers and just being, you know, a little a little more crazy than people might expect. Because um, he's so, so sort of so dialed in most of his life that I reckon yeah. when he gets going, he might just lose control. Yeah, quite, um, quite quickly getting through eight to ten silently and then yeah. being quite, then being quite then, boozed out of nowhere. If anyone has some stories, yeah, yeah, go into the yeah. DMs. We'd love to hear it. Anonymous, <laughs> anonymously. I think, I think what's, I think what's interesting. Um, just slightly getting back to a serious note for a second here, is they're actually for how different the players they are. They actually sort of, like, they do a, a, a similar thing. Whereas, well, I think both countries when they're in the crease feel quite comfortable. And other teams mm. see them as a, a huge wicket, obviously. Like Kane and, and Ben Stokes are going to win you the game in very different ways. But when they're out there, you are thinking like, 
Yeah, right. When Kane's out there, you're like, okay, we're, if he's here at the end, we're safe. He'll time this, we'll win. And when you're playing England, if Stokes is there, you're like, fuck's sake. If we don't get Stokes, we're not going to win this game. So they're quite interesting in the way they are very different, but sort of very similar uh, in that regard. Yeah, I don't think there's I don't think there's a uh, a right or wrong answer. That's the beauty of the question. Um, so we move on who, to the who uh, just quietly last yeah. thing. Who do you think's country loves is more? Who's more popular with their country? Stokes, because they are they're both pretty. I guess cricket. Yeah, I think it's yeah. his personality. Like he's he's more like out there and abrasive. Like he's kind of. Yeah. They probably rated like, as, a little quiet. Yeah, they probably rated his incident too. Like. Got real behind his brawl, I reckon. Deep down, a lot of Englishmen. Like he's flawed. He's a flawed think, individual. Yeah. Like he's yeah. more one, like one of us. I think, think cricket fans, cricket fans in New Zealand, I think do love Kane. I think he's our oh, sort yeah. of god at this point. But well, what about what about what about um, who would you who do you trust? Who's more trustworthy? Because I think that's Kane. So I think he's yeah. just like mm. he just never let you down because he's just quiet. Whereas. You know Stokes, he's a bit out the out the out the gate at times. Um, yeah, so give me Kane. Right, let's do the um, let's do the New Zealand UAE series, uh, which features neither of those guys. Um, and before we tuck into the rest of the series, a little top ten action for for the boys. Tim Southey has become the joint leading wicket-taker in T20 internationals. Um, he took five for 25 in that first T20. Um, so, boys, I want to know, Big if winner. Tim Southey is at one, who rounds out the top 10 for most wickets in T20 internationals? Um, little yeah. hint, I'll give you, you've got two bangers, uh, one Afghanistan, uh, one other Kiwi, one Sri Lankan, uh, two Pakistanis, an Irishman, and an oh. Indian. Ooh. Okay, and we're doing three lives. Are we doing three lives? Yeah, th- th- three lives. Three lives, okay. yeah. Adil, Adil Rashid will be the Afghanistan international. Uh, well, he plays for England. Um, so no, sorry. <laughs> Rashid Khan is who I'm meaning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, Rashid can't. Rashid uh, can't. Is Big Dog, is big dog um, a 3D there well, too, <laughs> Oh, clip it up. Yeah, clip that. Fuck. Is, um, is a 3D in there again? Just call He is. He's your eight. On the, on the back of he's last He's your eight week. at 98 poles. So he's your yeah, eight. He so got in there early. Pin. Good pin. Mm. Oh, I'm trying I'm to think who's Bangladesh. Shakib al yeah, he's your joint, Old mate joint to, one. Joint one. Yeah, Malinga has to be up there, is he? Yeah, Lasith will be joint one. Lasith has to be there. Uh, Lasith is at your at your five. Fuck, I thought he might be right up there. He was. Yeah, he was. Right. He was one for a while. I think. I think a few couple like only uh, yeah, a few others have just passed him. Four of them. Is the the Fizz would be the other Bangladesh player? The top. That's a top grab. That's your other Bangladesh. So he's at your seven. Yeah. It's not bad. Good comeback from good, good comeback from our deal. Where is so Adil Rashid on the top on the list? Actually, just to make sure he's not <laughs> snuck into the top <laughs> ten. <laughs> no, it's not. I think he's. Um, he might be like fourteenth or fifteenth. I think. Not a bad guess then. How many have we got? Five. Uh, he's actually thirteen. Uh, how many you got? You've got 
Uh, you're missing a New Zealander, a, another Pakistani, an Irishman, and an Indian. It'll be Bolt. What's that? Bolt. It's not wow. Bolt. Mm. Um, yeah, not Bolt. Famously retired, that's why. Yeah, greedy. Um, so we've got how many lives? Because we've got yep, two. Two lives. Yeah, two okay. lives. Yeah. Lee off of the death. Uh. <laughs> are we um, are we are we spinner for us? Oh, I can't answer that. Are we oh um, sure it must be Sodi, is it? Oh it is Sodi. It is Sodi. Yeah, Here's your fourth. Oh, that's not bad. Like, 118. Yeah, he's up there. Forever. It's not bad. Yeah, he plays a lot. Uh, he plays a lot for T twenties. Yeah. So you've the got Pakistan. Uh, just international, sir. Pakistani, yeah, one Pakistani, an Indian, and an Irishman. So you're sixth of all time, you're ninth and tenth. This is where it gets real tough. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd India, think you'd know, you'd think. India's so sorry, many yeah. choices, isn't it? All, all three of them, all three of them are playing now. Wow. Do we think Crom Indian, are we thinking a spinner? Well, it makes sure. I mean, you just think surely, don't you? Yeah. And it's got to be one of those two. Surely it's the right armor. I'm just getting confused with who, like the era of who's played with the most T20s. Yeah. Uh, you got a Pakistani spinner. Um, you've got an Irish seamer. And oh, you've got Yassi Shah. I'm probably not. It's not Yashi Shah. Oh. Um, so that is one more life and, and an Indian Shit. spinner. I'll tell you one. I I tell you one. I don't even want to say, but could be up there. Have we got an Englishman or not? Uh no. Well, there's one that's okay. tied with. To... There's one that's tied. Okay, if you can get the Englishman, because he's tied with the the Indian, so. If you got if you got the Englishman, I'll, um, I'll, I'll swap it around. If it's annoyingly overrated and dangerously crap, Chris Jordan, that will get me. It is Chris Jordan. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> He's tied. They picked him. They picked him every fucking series. It's like, a great mini series. Unbelievable. Wow. Um, we'll swap. We'll swap them out. So the other one was Chahal. Um, so we won't worry about him. My Chahal, good player. Yeah. So we've got an Irish seamer. A Pakistan spinner who's actually an all rounder as well as Shahid Afridi. And what he's still playing. He's still playing. And he's one of the best best T20 players in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, this is going to crush me. Bowls yeah, leg spin. I'm just flat out not. Yeah, I'm not going to get the Irish guy. Nah, that's a tough one. Depends how, yeah. how hard you follow Irish cricket. Not very. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like if you followed them at all, you'd get there because he's probably the big dog. But I literally think I know um, one person that plays for Ireland, so and I don't think it's. Right, let's get let's get the puck. Let's get the pucky. Let's get the pucky. Oh. Leg spinning all rounder. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Yeah, okay. um, yeah. What is his name? <laughs> oh, this is going to be this is going to be poor for the socials. Oh. This is going to be embarrassing. At least it's not Kumar. Right. Do, do you want me to, do you want me to uh, roll out the answers? 
Yeah, I don't think yeah, I'm going like to get it. Okay. All right. Okay. So your Pakistani is oh, shut actually, up, Khan. Uh, oh, yeah. no. You can't. I was, yeah. was going to make a yeah. guess at the Irishman if we were going to. Yeah, go on. I was yeah, just going to say, is it Kevin O'Brien? But probably yeah, it's not. It's uh, yeah. it's Mark Adir. Ah, Adair. my Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Okay. All right. Okay. Shut up, so, good kid. It's, fuck. It's, yeah. Let's sum up these results. I can see. Um, I could see Shut Up Khan in my head, and just couldn't give you his name. Yeah, I felt like you guys knew who I was talking about, but you just couldn't yeah. get um, the words out, which which can happen in the arena. Um, you can. As you've mentioned, it's tougher than tougher than it looks. Tougher than it looks. Maybe your first Patreon. Um, maybe your first Patreon live. We get a listener in just to really test them out. Yes. Put them on, put them on the, uh, on the spot, eh? Funny they nail yeah, it. Whoever's okay. coming at me the hardest, just we'll get them on. Parky boy. Um, <laughs> right, eh? the uh, the T20 series between New Zealand and the UAE finished up with New Zealand winning 2-1 this morning. First T20, New Zealand won by 19 runs. Seifert made 55 and Tim Sally, as we mentioned, took 525. Uh, second T20 was a big occasion as UAE bet New Zealand by seven wickets with 20-plus balls to spare. Chapman made 63 or 46 in a loss, but he and New Zealand were outshone by 17-year-old Ayan Khan, who took three for 20, and Mohamed Wazim, who smashed 55 off just 29 rocks. Third ODI, as I mentioned, wrapped up this morning. Chapman made another 50. Will Young joined him. New Zealand made 166, which was the highest score of the series. It was 32 too many. As New Zealand proved too strong in the end, um, boys. Before we touch on New Zealand, what do you make of this UAE side? Because they are the, the first associate nation to beat New Zealand in any form of cricket in thirty-eight attempts. Hell of a record, and also mm. good for UAE. Yeah, I mean, very good. We'll call them chipper, eh? Um, they showed up, they tried hard, and they stole one. <laughs> Uh, like that's condescending. <laughs> um, well, I'd struggle to call this a black cap side, really. <laughs> oh, but. Oh, uh, no. You know what? They, no, they, I mean, they played well. They played who was in front of them and, and they got one, one away in home conditions, which is all, all you can ask probably. So, yeah, massive result for them and, and probably, you know, the best result maybe ever in – Arguably our worst ever face off of that. I'll tell history. you what I um I'll tell you what I, I liked about the UAE is from the um from the young fella on debut who got fifty to their um to their bowler in this last game giving Cypher a fair send off is they were not they did not come across intimidated by the black cats at all. Um I seen quite a bit of them just really quite just going at the cap. So I rated that highly. There should be, like, when you're playing the big nations, there sh- hopefully there should just be no fear from these sides. Like, what have they got to lose, really? Um, and I liked it. Take it to the big sides. So I was quite I was quite happy with them going hard at us. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 good for cricket. It has to be good for cricket. It shows that there is some serious depth starting to come up, especially in that T20 stuff. Um, it's going to make the T20 World Cup more and more exciting as these associate nations um, get better, you know, like we've just finished up a, yeah. a women's World Cup here, like a football World Cup, and they're so exciting when you've got so many different, like, good sides. So I think 
I think that's that's really good for the game. And they had the best kit on show because New Zealand's kit, kit is dreadful. Um, and their yeah. commentator um, did call Will Young William, which I found really great. Um, <laughs> not William Young, not Will Young, not Will. Three boundaries in a row to William, which I just <laughs> lost it at. Who Will I am. Um, well, spe- speaking speaking of Will I am, um, who who stood out for you guys individually from a cap point of view? Because we talked about it's about ticking boxes and who can sort of nudge their way closer to a World Cup squad or just sort of make a name for themselves. Um, yeah, who stood out for you, Jacko? Uh, yeah, I think I mean Chapman's probably got to be talked about as that um, you know that guy who's probably starting to really push himself into maybe squeeze himself into the middle order, if not getting himself onto that plane to India, I think. Um, I mean, he's had, had a great sort of 12 months in T20 cricket, especially at the international level. So good to see him get a few scores. Um, good good to see sort of, you know, the big guys actually like fronting up and playing really well, like Saudi sort of five first or sat in the ball pretty well overnight. Uh, you know, Will Young getting, getting some runs in. So, it was, it was good to see some of the more established players that actually sort of tucking in and, you know, getting, getting the job done and getting something out of it. So, um, yeah, missing quite a, quite a few first-choice first players, I think, eight in total. But, um, yeah, I think we don't really have any sort of firm answers on that spin bowling all-rounder yet. Um, there's some probably, you know, I thought Cole looked like he bowled quite well um, in the first game and then, uh, a few a few guys batted okay, but no one really sort of took all three games on and said, oh, I'm going to dominate here. So, um, I mean, Ashok looked like he bowled all right on debut. So, some some positives to get guys blooded into international cricket. And, yeah, some guys sort of maybe just firming up their cases a wee bit, but I don't think anyone sort of really, like, stamped their mark on the series as such, which was a bit of a shame. Yeah, I think, and yeah, as you pointed out, Jacko, we wicked on debut for the young fella, so that's that's always cool. Um, and even just to get a game and, and get an experience is awesome. Um, yeah, I think Chapman was the only one that's probably, I think, really pushing his case now if he has a big, big um, series against England. Um, fortunately, probably, probably more questions sort of left unanswered, if anything. Probably no one really took the ball by the horns and, and really said you've got to pick me at least in this England in this next series. Um, as you say, Salvi probably showed his class a bit, especially in that first game. Kyle will be hit good for the for the three runs. Um, got through all three games. I thought he looked a bit short of a gallop, as I said, but I think yeah, good to get through the games. And um, other than that, yeah, Chapman the big winner. But yeah, I'd, I'd say they wouldn't wouldn't be overly happy with this three game series, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's just ticked, ticked enough boxes. I think you guys nailed it with Chapman and and also just touching on Jameson. I think just getting through three games of cricket, I think, is is a win when you've had a couple of back injuries. Um, so that's that's cool to see. Um, and I'll just add uh, Will Young, who played the one game and made fifty. Yeah. Just just keeping the pressure on Finnellan for that that ODI spot. So just something to sort of um, keep an eye on. But boys, mo- moving on to some test cricket action. Um, we've got some more news coming out that South Africa are looking like sending a very understrength test side for their two-match series in New Zealand this February. 
The Future Tours program, which was re- which was released a year ago plus, I believe, has South Africa to play two tests in New Zealand in February of 2024. This week, NZC confirmed those fixtures would be played between February 4th and February 17th. Cricket South Africa plans to send a test squad around the January the 28th, but want to send them a week later at the conclusion of their own domestic T20 series. Now, the SA20 should end on February the 4th. Cricket South Africa want the test to start in the middle of February and not the start. New Zealand Cricket cannot do that because Australia are touring uh, New Zealand for three T20s and two tests starting from February 21st and ending on March 12th. The IPL starts on March 20th, so New Zealand Cricket cannot push that schedule back any further. South Africa famously defaulted against Australia in some one-dayers recently because of the South African T20 League. All players contracted to South Africa have to play for these franchises, even the South African Test captain. So it's likely South Africa are going to have to send a C, even a D side to New Zealand. So my question, guys, who is the arsehole? South Africa for not sending a decent side or New Zealand for not moving their test schedule around? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it falls on South Africa, I think. Like, if you're going to have such a hard and fast rule, like, Aussies don't play the Big Bash, they play Test cricket. Like, whoever tours at that time has to do the same. They can't play in the Big Bash. Like, we have tests going on over the summer all the time. Like, everyone in the world would want their domestic series to be filled with international players. But like the end of the ga- end of the day, that's just it just can't work out that way sometimes. Um, especially I think for for our side of the world that like where there's a little bit less freedom, where you know you've got to play your historic test matches over Christmas when people are off work and and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I mean, look, maybe we could have changed the T20s and put them after the test against Aussie and. Some of their IPL players could have got ready for that and we could have pushed it back a little bit. Like there is quite a big gap in the international summer as is anyway. So um yeah, I mean, you know, maybe we are for being a little bit inflexible, but shit. Everyone else doesn't international cricket sort of comes comes first and foremost to everyone else. So I don't know why it can't for South Africa. We'll take the two points and fuck off. That's all we'll do. Well said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I oh, think it, lose, it, it eh? certainly falls on them. <laughs> oh, Jesus, oh, we better win that series. I mean, you no doubt they'll send a few handy quicks. They'll have they'll have a somehow still have a fiery pace attack. Yeah, he did. He got, couldn't even get drafted. Nah, he got he got picked up like late or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dean sure Algar might be back. Yeah, he didn't get drafted. He's like, oh, jeez, we better go on tour then. We better get his test tour in, and then he suddenly got picked up late, and he's like, fuck, whoops. Double booked himself. <laughs> I think um I think this is just as we talk about all the time though this is probably something that's gonna rear its ugly head a bit more. Um, I don't know if you're looking at talking international windows, Munter, because I think that's probably where we're heading eventually. Um, and maybe that you know I'm trying to think positively that maybe that becomes a good thing. Um. Mm. And this international windows team actually, every sort of team sends their best squad, and maybe those games all have meaning. Whether that's points towards the international, um, the cricket, uh, the sorry, the test sort of series, or if it's like qualifies for World Cup. So 
you know, more how they do it in football, where each international game sort of rallies towards the Euros or towards the World Cup and maybe gives them all a bit more meaning. Um, probably means a lot less international cricket, unfortunately, but maybe the games will mean a bit more. I'm trying to look at it positively, but it's a pretty yeah. rude look, isn't it? Like, it's going to yeah. be a gross summer. It's it's, it's one it's thing like, like those meaningless bilateral um, one days, but it's when it, I think it's when it's test cricket that it that it sort oh, it of pisses stuff. you off a wee bit. But I think yeah. you're right. I think it comes. I think it's because there's too much cricket in general, and at some stage, at some stage, like you know, cricket South Africa, they sold their souls to India, who's bought all these teams. They are they are obliged to have their players there. It's that's they don't have a say. Um, and that's sort of yeah. where we're at. So at some yeah. point, you know, there is going to be, we're going to have to need an international window, I think. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's going to keep happening. Yeah, it's, it's a shame that we don't have um, 11 really good test players and 11 good T20 players, because I wouldn't mind seeing that test series happen with the Aussie T20s, you know, us versus Rabada and the boys during the day and then watch Fennellan smack around <laughs> like Paddy Cummins at seven. So we are off in between. Yeah, that'd be good for my February. I mean, but, that's where yeah. it's, yeah, it's oh, a pipe yeah. dream, but ah, uh, well, that could just be franchise it. world T Twenty cricket. Let's get it done. Um, right, let's let's sum up um, the pod for for this week. So that that's us for another week. Basically, uh, Ben Stokes can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, it's good to see associate cricket. Good. It's good to see associate cricket um, doing well because um, international cricket means something to them, uh, unlike for South Africa. Um, but thank you to everyone who watches or listens to the show. If you like what we do, check out our Patreon for an extra podcast per week. We play more games like Top 10 and really we just sort of let it fly uh, so anything can sort of happen. Um, if that's not for you, chuck us a rating and review and help other people find the show. Lugsy and Jacko, thanks as always. And I'll catch you all next week. Money. Yeah, cheers.